Hey friends, Devin Webb here. I'm the pastor here at Connect Church. Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray this encourages and inspires you, brings you hope, and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning and Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas, everyone. From us, and I uh, hope you are having a wonderful morning together as a family and enjoying time together. Maybe you're huddled around with your <laughs> hot cocoa in your PJ still. Please enjoy the day together. Just reflect upon God's goodness yes. over an amazing year. You know, as Ashley and I were praying about what we would want to share with you, for these uh, few moments that we have together this morning, there was really this reoccurring theme that we kept coming back to. Mm -hmm. And that was our hope for you this year was that you would experience the presence of God in a greater way, in a deeper way. That's uh, one of the things that we work so diligently on here at yeah. the church is to create environments where you can experience and encounter the presence of God. But the thought was this, what if this Christmas could be different? What if you experienced the presence of Christ in a way that provided something a gift couldn't or that money couldn't buy? What if Christmas didn't revolve around the presence under the tree, but revolved around the presence of the Christ child? Because here's what we know. If it does become about that, you will receive far more than the presence under the tree could ever give you. So this morning, we're going to give you three gifts uh, that you can only find in Christ. Uh, you won't find them under the tree. Uh, Santa can't bring them. No. <laughs> you won't find them just because it's Christmas, actually. But you'll find them in the Christ of Christmas who is always present. And it's in His presence that we find some things that can only be found there in his presence here's the first gift we're hoping that you will experience and that is his peace the gift of peace meaning you now see your problems accurately so unfortunately his presence doesn't remove the problems <laughs> no i wish it did <laughs> it just helps us to see the problems through the right filter yes jesus told us that that we're going to face trials and problems in this life but the difference is this with Jesus in our lives, our problems are always in the right position. Meaning, my problems are never bigger than the Jesus that lives inside of me. And because I have Jesus living inside of me, I can live with this supernatural peace no matter what we're facing. This is the promise of Christmas. Isn't this what the angels sang when they first announced his birth to the shepherds? We're soaping through it today in Luke chapter 2. The angel said, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favor rests. With Jesus' arrival comes his peace, his presence. Being in his presence brings peace. We've been looking at that passage out of Isaiah chapter 9 over the last few weeks. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing like yeah. the peace of God. It's true. That 
complete peace that can only come from Him. Ashley and I, we've walked through difficult seasons. We face challenging times just like you do. And right in the middle of Mm -hmm. them, family dynamics, health scares, life transitions, people would come to us and say, you seem to have such peace. How, how are you doing that? And the only answer we have, the only answer we can give was that we had spent time in the presence of God. Yeah. Times of worship, times in His Word, times where we're listening to His voice and allowing Him to speak peace that only comes from Him to our situation. So the external circumstance wasn't determining my internal dynamic. Right, right. So we're going to soap through it this week in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Paul says it this way, Therefore, we don't lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, inwardly we're being renewed day by day. So there's an outward dynamic and there's an inward dynamic. And Paul says, For our light and momentary troubles are actually achieving something for us, an an eternal glory that outweighs anything that we could be facing. So what do we do? We fix our eyes, not on the external, not on what we see physically, but on what is unseen. When I spend time in the presence of God, I start seeing in a different way. I don't just see the temporary. Right. I focus now on the eternal. So, so it requires me fixing my attention, my eyes on something other than my problems. And the peace of God allows me to see my problems accurately. When I fix my eyes, you know, fixing our eyes is not just a glance or, you know, just something temporarily. It's, it's a fixing. Yeah. I'm fixing You're my focused. gaze on yeah. you. I'm fixing my yeah. eyes, not just, not just an hour on Sunday. Paul isn't saying, you know, if you just come to connect for an hour on Sunday, it's going to, no. <laughs> Everything's better. <laughs> it's good for you, yeah. but it's going to require a fixing yeah. of your attention on Jesus. We're not looking away. We're not allowing ourselves to become focused on the That's momentary, it. temporary problems, the troubles that deter us from what God is calling us to do. Paul knew this, to get through this life, everything that it's going to send our way. We're going to have to give God our full attention. So we fix our eyes, not on the temporary, but we fix our eyes on the eternal. That's why Jesus was always offering this to us. Come to me, he would say in Matthew 11, those that are weary and burdened, and I will give you, watch, watch the indicator of when you spend time with him. Rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. I'm gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, not just physical rest, but rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Jesus is saying, spend time with me. Yoke yourself to me. Walk with me because when you do, you find an internal peace. So God, if, if we yoke ourselves to him, he gives us a rest. That even while we're still walking through the difficult situation, even though it's not what I would have preferred maybe, <laughs> I'm doing it differently now yeah. with a strength and a peace. And that's why really all throughout scripture, you'll see that when people came to God, 
And when people spent time with God, one of the signs of having spent time in His presence was rest, peace in my soul. So rest isn't just physical inactivity. Rest is a condition of my soul. That's good. And it's going to require all of us. And really, that's what we've been praying. That's what we couldn't get away from, that you would experience the presence of God so that you could experience that. But it's going to require you intentionally spending time there, realigning your thoughts, Mm -hmm. realigning your attention. We'll soap through it later this week in Isaiah chapter 26. One of my favorite passages, it says, you will keep in not just peace, perfect Perfect peace. peace. Those that trust in you, those whose thoughts are fixed on you. There's that word again. Paul would say it in Philippians chapter four. Don't worry about anything, Devin. I mean, (laughs) easier said than done. (laughs) How do I not do that? Here's how you're going to have to fix your attention and pray now about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all that he's done. Then when I fix my attention on him, then I experience, here it is, God's peace, which exceeds anything. So it's beyond something you can comprehend, anything I can understand. His peace guards my heart and my mind. I just love that. In Christ Jesus, this could be that type of Christmas. And I'm telling you, if you want that type of peace in your life, you're going to have to get into his presence. In his presence, you will find peace. I will see my problems accurately. What's the second gift? Secondly, he brings perspective. You see the world accurately. Some of us only see the world through the world's perspective. We let the world tell us how we should see the world. (laughs) With one swipe of the thumb, we are inundated and bombarded with the brokenness and the frailty of our world. Mm -hmm. And the alerts and the notifications are seemingly getting worse and worse (laughs) because of the pain and the hate and the challenges of the world that we live in. And it affects us more than we even realize. If all you are consuming is the world's perspective of the world Mm. and the world's version of what's happening in our world, Uh if all you are listening to is the nonstop rhetoric from a news outlet's Mm. perspective, it will affect how you see the world. And if you're not careful, it will even begin to affect our belief in the truth of the sovereignty of God. Another shooting, another bombing, another terrorist attack. You get the idea. We're just spinning out of control. Mm -hmm. It's all bad news. It's bad. Mm -hmm. We're all just going to hell in a (laughs) handbasket, right? That's the perspective you can take on. It is. And I have to remind myself that God is in control. And instead of the good news being what drives me, what happens is the bad news Mm. can start to be what motivates me Mm. and what I react to. And Jesus came to give us good news. It's the good news. It's the gospel. Mm -hmm. Did you know that your joy is affected by the source of news Mm -hmm. that you listen to? Let me say it this way. If you have no joy, you may need to change your news source. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good, you may make that your New Year's resolution right right there. Change the source. It's just true. (laughs) Worry, uncertainty, fear, finances, circumstances that you have no control over. 
Can I just remind you, there's good yeah. news. You know the verse, 1 John 4, 4, greater is mm. he that is in me yeah. than he that is in the world. <laughs> and by his stripes, I wow. am healed, Isaiah 53, 5. Yeah. He will never leave me, nor yeah. will he forsake me, yeah. Hebrews 13, 5. That that's good, good news. Yeah, <laughs> and when you spend time in His presence yeah. and your perspective is changed and you start to see the world differently, yeah. here's what happens. You start to see people it's differently. Yeah. So every conversation, every encounter, mm -hmm. every person that God brings along your path yeah. is an intersection with eternity. It's an eternal soul. That person at the gym, the person at the checkout counter, mm -hmm. the waiter or the waitress that's yeah. serving you. In His presence, you find peace. Yeah. You see your problems properly. <laughs> you find perspective. You see the world differently. And finally, in His presence, you find... Yeah, the third gift that we're hoping and believing you're going to open this year. But you gotta spend time in His presence. You're gonna find not only peace, so you see your problems accurately, you're, you're not only gonna get an accurate perspective where you see the world accurately, but now you're going to find your purpose. Yes. Where you see yourself accurately. Because the only way, the only way you're going to accurately see yourself is to spend time with the one who made you. Yes. Because the one who designed you had something specific in mind when he made you. And you'll never know that until you get to know the one who was intentionally creating you with that in mind. It's, yep. it's in knowing him, spending time with him in his presence that I start to understand who I am what my purpose is. Listen, don't let the world tell you who you are. Right. I mean, no wonder we have so many people That's confused it. about who they are and lacking identity. They're letting the wrong people tell them who they are. And I really believe someone needs to hear this on Christmas morning. Listen, you are not what you have done. Yes. You are who God says you are. Maybe Maybe that's the gift that you needed. Maybe you need to write that down. You yeah. are not what you've done. It doesn't define you. Your identity is not in that. You are the very product, the very identity of what God has breathed over your life. That is what defines you. That is who you are. I have a friend who was recently reunited with his father. They had been estranged for many years. Their relationship was recently reconciled. In fact, uh, his father actually came to live with him and his family. And I remember talking with him about it and he said, you know, it's kind of strange. I haven't seen him in years, but the more I'm around him, the more I understand why I am the way that I am. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of myself in him. He said it's scary actually sometimes, <laughs> but it's actually helping me, he said, because I'm beginning to connect the dots. It, it makes sense to me now. I, I now know why I've struggled with certain things and why I'm passionate about certain things and why I have strengths in certain areas. And listen, I just want to tell you this. The more you are around your heavenly father, mm, that's good. the more you will understand why you are the way you are. Yeah. 
and you'll begin to connect the dots. It, it'll start to make sense to you why you have certain strengths, why you have certain passions, why certain things move you. You, you know where purpose starts? Purpose starts by inviting and spending time in His presence. Yeah. It's a simple invitation. In fact, less than an invitation, it's an acknowledgement of, it's a recognition of His presence because He's always there, always available, it's just true. waiting. Right. And as we recognize that, as we recognize His presence, as we yoke ourselves to Him and get to know Him, yeah. I start to understand myself better. We're going to soak through James chapter 1 this week. Look what it says in verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, anybody? anybody? This girl right here. <laughs> what's, what's the solution? You should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts, watch this now, is like the wave of the sea blown mm, and tossed yeah. by the wind. In other words, His presence, when I spend time with Him and I seek the wisdom from above, it brings a settling in my life, a calm, a peace, a perspective. And as I experience that peace, as my perspective starts to change, I start to now see myself accurately. So now I know. How do I respond in these moments? Why am I here in this moment? Too many of us, we live tossed about, up and down, up and down all over the place. And it's simply due to us not spending time right. in His presence and allowing the supernatural wisdom of God to speak to us, the wisdom from above. I gain clarity on my path and on my purpose when I spend time. It's true in His presence. Psalm 16, verse 11, David said, You make known to me the path of life, and you fill me with joy. Okay, where do I get that? In your presence, God, That's right. with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Here's what I find encouraging. Even the heroes of our faith, the people we read about in this Bible, even they need to be reminded of the it's presence true. of God. So true. And encouraged to pursue the presence of God all throughout Scripture. It was the reminder of God's presence that brought clarity. It brings a confidence to take steps of faith. God speaks to Jacob in a dream in Genesis 28. And he says, I am with you. I will watch over you wherever you go. I will not leave you until I have done what I have Promised. He That's speaks right. to Moses as he leads a nation into freedom. The Lord says, my presence will go with you and mm -hmm. watch what he says. And I'll give you not just physical rest, yes. internal rest, peace. That's why David wrote in Psalm 139, you're going to soak through this week. If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, God, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there. Your hand, it guides me. Your right hand will hold me fast. God is our refuge and strength. He's an ever-present help in times of trouble. We're going to soak through probably one of the most famous passages in all of Scripture, Psalm 23 this week. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I'm facing some external things, 
I will fear no evil because your presence, you're with me. And I can have an internal dynamic that's different than the external one. Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. I'll be with you when you go through the rivers. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. I am there with you. Don't be afraid. Even when Jesus was leaving the disciples, the very last thing he wants them to remember, Matthew 28, I'm with you. Hey guys, I'm with you to the very end of the age. God knew that this was something we would struggle with. It's true, yeah. <laughs> he knew that when we go through difficult seasons, when we're, when we're yep. experiencing something we don't understand, it's then that we question his presence. It's God, true. where are you, right? <laughs> Like with the disappointments of life, like the relational disappointments, yeah. the, the relational breakdowns, the, the things that aren't going the way we planned, the, the timeline isn't working out the way we had expected. Right. Even in our knowing, right. <laughs> we have to be reminded. That's it. God is with us. He hasn't left us. That's right. He's present. He's available. Which is why from the very beginning, before he even sent his son, here's what he wants us to know. Isaiah chapter seven, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and we'll call him Emmanuel. Hey, I'm with you. This is the reminder. He's present. And Christmas is all about experiencing his presence. Yes. Oh, how comforting to know, no matter what I'm going through, no matter what disappointing I'm, disappointment I'm facing, that along the way, even when I don't feel him, right. God is He's there. there. He's with us. Hey, he's with you right now. Devin, how, how do I experience his presence so that I can live with peace and have the right perspective and so that I understand purpose, so that I'm not just living my life motivated by more stuff. Right, right. Like more gifts under the tree, don't answer this. No. So that I'm not dwelling on the disappointment, so that I'm not focused on the thing that hasn't gone the way that I expected it to. How do I experience that? It's very, very simple. And really it's a very simple message for you this, this year on Christmas. What do I have to do so those things don't cause me to miss His presence in the middle yeah. of all of it? It's very, very simple, really. You just make room. Mm. You slow down and you make room. You put him at the center and he will come in to that place Mm. where you make room this year. What if you just made room, put him at the center? That really is what we're getting ready to uh, symbolically do. We're going to make room for the presence of God, for the Christ of Christmas to be among us. So as we light the Christ candle here on Christmas, here's what it's about. It's about inviting the light of the world into your world. That's it. (laughs) It's about recognizing and inviting his presence. It's about letting him illuminate the dark places of our lives. It's it's about inviting the hope of the world. Yes. 
into the hopeless mm -hmm. situations that you might be facing, and I promise you, this is why we couldn't get away from this. Yeah. We were so just moved that if you could just experience the presence of God, if you'll just make room, acknowledge His presence, put Him at the center, fix your eyes on Him, He'll change your life. He'll give you peace. Yes, that's it. <laughs> He'll change your perspective. And He'll give you a purpose. Yes. It's all found in His presence. Thanks again for tuning in to the Connect Church podcast. Just wanted to say a special thanks to those of you that give so generously, make this ministry possible. If you enjoyed the message, you can hit subscribe, share it with your friends, or even on your social stories. Thanks again for listening, and we pray God's direction and favor over your life today.